Welcome to Explore the Space. We're digging into healthcare issues that matter most. Our guests and conversations mine these issues for perspective and answers. There is a gulf between healthcare and our communities. This is the place to talk about it. Now here's your host, Dr. Mark Shapiro. Welcome back to Explore the Space podcast and welcome to another episode of Med Lasso from Explore the Space podcast. Yes, Ted Lasso season two is over, but we are doubling back. We are going all the way to the beginning. We are going to do Ted Lasso season one. Cannot wait to get started. Cannot wait for you to hear this. We are doing Ted Lasso season one, episode one in this episode. It is a blast. You're going to absolutely love it. A thank you first to our sponsor, Lori Bedkey and Creighton University for sponsoring this episode. Creighton University believes in equipping physicians for success in the exam room, the operating room, and the boardroom. If you want to increase your business acumen, deepen your leadership knowledge, and earn your seat at the table, Creighton's healthcare executive education is for you. Specifically tailored to busy physicians, our hybrid programs blend the richness of on-campus residencies with the flexibility of online learning. Earn a Creighton University executive MBA degree in 18 months or complete the non-degree executive fellowship in six months. Visit www.creighton.edu backslash C-H-E-E to learn more. As we jump back into doing more Med Lasso content and starting at the beginning of Ted Lasso Season 1, Episode 1, I'm joined, of course, by my friend and partner in this, Dr. Syed Tabatabai. And our special guest in this conversation is Dr. Joy Henningsen. Dr. Henningsen is a radiologist and medical journalist from Chicago working in Alabama during the pandemic. And we jump right into the first episode of Ted Lasso. It's an absolute treat. We get in the locker room. We try out some new stuff. We've got some old questions that we bring back. We also did a really fun thing using the Pyramid of Success, which features heavily in the show, bringing parts of that in. And I think we're going to probably do that as we go forward as well. Please do check out Explore the Space podcast wherever you like to download your shows. You can subscribe. Please do leave us that five-star rating and review. That really helps us out. The archive of Med Lasso is there. All of season two is there. And like I said, we are starting at the beginning of season one. We will be working our way all the way through. Hopefully this will be enough content to bridge us to season three. Definitely subscribe so you don't miss anything. You can find me on Twitter at ETS Show, Instagram at Explore the Space Show. Also, don't forget to join in our conversations on Twitter using hashtag Med Lasso, the community around it is amazing and growing lots of people there to talk with ted lasso about so definitely use hashtag med lasso when you're cruising around twitter as well you can email me anytime mark at explore the space show.com and the entire archive of the podcast is at www.explorethespaceshow.com i am so glad we're able to do this you're going to absolutely love this ted lasso season one episode one let's get amongst it syed we're back but we're back in reverse. We're inverting the show. It's time for us to do Ted Lasso season one. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's like we never left. It's like we never left. The people have spoken. The show that I bug you about that you still have not watched, True Detective, time is a flat circle. Someday you'll watch it and you'll understand that reference. Well, you, you pushed me to watch Ted Lasso, so your, your judgment is forever golden in my book. And we're going to get to that. So... Here's what we're doing. It's Med Lasso is back. Season two of Ted Lasso is done, but the people have spoken and we decided we got to go back and do season one. So we're going to move through season one. 
you and I had a ferocious text debate last night. How do we frame this? And what we decided around content is this is season one today. We're not pressing the time machine to go back to season one a year and a half ago and watching the show. We're watching it as we sit here today. And I say this so that for our listeners, we will probably intentionally and unintentionally be referencing season two. So be warned, if you have not watched season two and you want to potentially avoid spoilers, the show is unscripted, so we don't know where it will go. I would invite you, take a listen to season two first and then come back and join us. How does that sound to you, Syed? That sounds great. And on that frame, we get to welcome our guest, Dr. Joy Henningsen is here. Joy, welcome. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. How does that framework sound to you? We're going to sit here in our current state almost Halloween 2021 and get amongst it. Sounds perfect. I think it's better because I am so excited about both seasons and I was worried that I might accidentally spill something. So it takes the pressure off. Exactly. And then we can just be relaxed. We can be in the locker room and go forward from there. So I, I want to start from really the very, very beginning. And Joy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with you. It's a two-part question. Season one, who was the person who invited you to watch Ted Lasso slash what brought you to the show in the first place? And did you start on time? Okay, so I'm going to invert your questions and answer them in reverse order. I love it. Uh, um, so no, I did not even hear about the show in 2020. So okay. I didn't start watching until the Delta surge this year. And all at once, everyone is talking about it on Twitter. You got to watch this show. You got to watch this show. Common theme here. I hear that it's about soccer and I'm like, I don't know. You know, um, I'm not the world's biggest soccer person. Ironically, I worked for the soccer team during the 96 Olympic Games. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, what I was hearing. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. So um, in the 96 Olympic Games, the Olympic Village was at my college and they were hosting all of the soccer events. So like Bruce Arena, the men's national team coach, and yeah. like Lexi Lawless and all of these people, like I was assigned to work with them for the 96 Games. So, I mean, I was just like their point person at their living facility. So, you know, I didn't have any strategical responsibilities. But um, anyway, so I kind of have like a little bit of a soccer connection. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, wait, so but I, I didn't play. Were you in training in Atlanta or were you in attending or what? what? Um, no, 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 no. This was like, I was in college. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. too good. I yeah. went to the 96 Olympics. I wasn't, no, like, Taking care of Alexi Lawless. Yeah, well, and the Olympic, the Olympic Village for men's soccer and women's soccer was in Birmingham. So I went to college in Birmingham. So not all of the events were in Atlanta, you know, like the kayaking and, you know, was somewhere else. And, you know, they kind of have different events regionally. But anyway, so um, it was an amazing experience in my life as an Olympics fan. Um, but I didn't really know anything about soccer. And hey, Joy, can I tell you something cool? Yeah. I went to a U.S. men's national team Olympic soccer match in Birmingham in 1996. Was it Mexico-Tunisia? No, it was. Oh, gosh, I have to I have a photo album and now I can't remember because I went I saw Nigeria in the quarterfinals, but that was in Atlanta. But I went because I have family in Birmingham and we went to stay with them and we went to soccer. Who did we see? Anyway, it wasn't Mexico-Tunisia, but anyway. oh, my gosh, we were so close. We were so close. And now here we are. All right. So Crazy. 
You're your so, best friends with Bruce Arena and Alexi Lalas, 1996, <laughs> and we skip ahead. The acquaintances. So I I had a um, a soccer connection, but I never played soccer, so I didn't really understand the game. But I appreciate sport. I appreciate the the you know the team environment, the action. But again, when I heard people this year talking about this uh, show, I didn't really wasn't really hooked. And then I don't know if you remember this, but we were on Twitter. And somehow um, the actor that <laughs> how played- many conversations have started with we were on Twitter and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly um, so we were having some sort of conversation and then the actor that plays uh, Danny Rojas piped into my tweet do you remember that and he and I was like well I got to watch it now I can't disappoint this guy oh and my so gosh that's too that, good yeah so that's how I got roped in. I love it. So you didn't start it on time, but you're now you're fully caught up, obviously. Oh, I'm fully caught up and right. watched starting, to, you know, going through it again. That's actually a pretty good pull. So, so we're going to keep track of this. I didn't start on time. And the person who got you into it is Danny Rojas. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, all right. Original <laughs> cast member. Yeah, I mean, yeah, good, good engagement from Apple TV, right? That was Yeah, by, by, by way of Alexi Lawless. Like, this is, Joy, you're way in the lead right out of the gate. Syed, how about for you? Did you start the show on time? And who was the one that got you into it? So Jason Sudeikis called me and uh, <laughs> we talked. <for> a little... <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't start on time. I would time, totally but... believe it. I yeah, would exactly. believe it. Yeah, we talk all the time. No, um, I, I was the same. I didn't start in 2020. I don't think. Honestly, the 2020, 2021, the years kind of are like yeah. one, one mess. Yeah. But uh, it was yeah. you. You were the one who kept telling me about it. And, uh, I like sports, you know, I, I like watching sports. I like the beautiful game. And, uh, I just, for me, honestly, this is going to sound pathetic. I just didn't want another streaming service. I'm like OCD about what's, you know, how many things I'm watching and stuff. I was like, I, there's too much Netflix. I haven't seen and all this stuff. I just can't start Apple TV and a new series, but then I tried it out and, and, you know, uh, that's the, it was, it was, I was gone from there. And now here we all are. There's a lot of people that the extra streaming service that it's been a barrier. I started a few weeks late. I remembered Ted Lasso because of the SNL skit from whatever, eight years before that I didn't like. And my buddy from high school actually texted me a couple of times like, Mark, you really need to watch. No, stupid skit. Didn't like it. Mark, you really need to. All right, fine. I'll watch it. So there we go. When you finished episode one, Joy, where were you with this is premium content, eh, I'll keep watching, or I'm only going to watch this because everyone on Twitter is talking about it. After episode one? Yeah. Oh, I was hooked. Wow. I mean, I was hooked so early. Um, I would say from the time that we saw that clip of Ted in the Sports Center segment doing the little dance that he was doing, I mean, I was like, this guy is so jolly. I just... I needed that joy at that time of the pandemic. And it was just like this boost. I was like, I mean, I was hooked in almost immediately. I love it. How about for you, side? It was the same episode one. I mean, it, it's so well written. It's a tight 30 minutes and yeah. the focus is on Ted. You know, Ted is, he's a unique character. I, I can't think of another character like Ted that I've seen in mainstream, you know, series. And I wanted to spend more time with him right away. I was, I was hooked. I wish I'd seen it when you guys saw it because i saw it before the pandemic i think and i remember thinking this is just a weak sauce pilot this is i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm uninterested this doesn't seem like sudeikis at his best um it, it reeked of what we'll get to major league 
which I was like, why is Sudeikis just like replicating Major League? Um, I was wrong, but I, you know, stick it out and it, it took off. But yeah, the first episode, for as enthusiastic as I am now, I, I got out of the starting block really, really slowly. And that's fine. That's just, you know, we grow and we progress and it's fine. Joy, do you catch, do you remember what the first word of the show was? Oh. Sayed's nodding. The, he caught it. He caught it. <laughs> they, were, they were on the soccer field, you know, they were showing them all kicking and everything. That's right. Um, but you can't make out anyone's words in that part. It's just kind of like background shouting, like, you know, give me, but did you catch the first word? I'm trying to remember what scene is after that. It, um, it's Rebecca in her office with, um, oh gosh, I'm just, I'm blanking Higgins. on names. Higgins, thank you. Yeah. Um, no, I don't remember. It, it's the tight shot on Rebecca's face. The conceit of the show. Oh, she's looking at the painting. Yes. Okay. First thing she said. Oh, ooh. Um, Syed, no, so I can't kick it to him. <laughs> no, I can't. I don't remember. Syed? Rupert. Rupert. First word of the show, which to me speaks volumes of what we're getting in season three. Because everything in the show is so intentional. The first word of the show is Rupert. <laughs> delicious and then we go to the coach right she fires the coach right after that that scene landed for me beautifully when it happened because it was really funny but after everything that we've watched with the show in terms of like aspirational masculinity and equity and all of these sorts of really important concepts seeing that coach a few weeks after everything that happened with the washington football team and john gruden leaving the raiders and all of that like they knew stuff. That wasn't an accident either. Syed, so is that a reach? No, I think so. I think you're right. Um, the the way she says misogyny, it's a big word. Ask your daughters what it means. You know, <laughs> the, it's uh, they. Yeah, the the writing, like you said, there's very few wasted exchanges yeah. in Ted Lasso. What jumped out for you in season one in that place, though? If you can take yourself back, Joy, to 2020 first episode, you're loving it. Was there one or two things, though, that really jumped out at you of being special, funny, memorable, just really sticky? One of the things I think just in terms of resonating why the show um, appealed to me in particular was that I started off 2020 in London. I was on sabbatical in London when COVID broke. So I made this huge pandemic pivot from the UK to the Midwest. Meanwhile, Ted is making this pandemic pivot from the Midwest to London. Yeah. And it was, it was, I don't know. I just kind of was making some parallels in my head about that. But um, I would say in terms of the themes, one thing I really liked was how strong female characters were emphasized. I thought that that was something that um, drew me in. The other thing that I really, really loved was how Ted invests in people and his leadership style of, um, you know, you were taught to think that nice guys finish last. And that's not the case with Ted Lasso. The Lasso way is to build people up and to get to know the quote unquote little people, to know everyone's names, to the people that don't quote unquote matter, disrupt the hierarchy. Um, it just, it's so compelling. I love that. How about for you, Syed? What was sticky about episode one for you? You know, it's a really small thing, but watching episode one, having seen episode, uh, season two, 
there's a moment when Beard and the coach are setting up in their office and they're putting up the posters of the sports people and uh, they're talking Let's go about through them. Let's go through them. All so they're knocking out Liston. Miracle on Ice. Miracle on Ice. Uh, do you Buster, no, the Buster Douglas knocking out Tyson Valvano and uh, Jim Valvano? Yeah, picture with his son. Picture with his son. Very drawing. nice. And there's one more, and this is important. Uh, the pyramid. Yeah, the pyramid. Yeah, who hung the pyramid? Joy. Who hung it? Um, was it Beard or was it Coach? I think it was Beard. It was Beard. That's right. Yeah, he stares at it reverentially. He stares at it reverentially. And Syed, thank you for that beautiful segue. No, no, the, actually, what I was going to say real quick before before we move on is... <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. That's the buildup. But the moment that I was thinking about is when uh, <laughs> Ted says to Beard, tape. And Beard tosses him the oh, tape yeah, yeah, instantly. Yeah. Like he has the tape ready to roll. And it made me think, like, how many times have these guys set up in an office? And how long have Beard and Lasso been coaching together? Like when he sees Roy Kent, he's like, he's going to be furious when we win him over. I'm like, how many times have they won over this alpha, like non-trusting kind of dude? And I love it. I was like, in my mind, I was like, I want a prequel. I want to see young Coach Lasso and young Beard you know, yeah. together. But yeah, I love that, that, that your sucking. first, that your most sticky scene is there. For me, it's one that's actually a really popular gif. Some would say jif. <laughs> Where it's when he first walks in and it's Ted Lasso looking around and the camera pans around him and he says, smells like victory. Or no, smells like potential. Sorry. Oh, my God. Everyone's like, <laughs> like, what? Smells like potential. He says like a look comes over him. A calm comes over him. He says it differently. That sort of like forced eff- eff- effusiveness that I remember being like, this is annoying. Ah, that was like, OK, this guy. Now he's in his comfort zone. Now he's ready to roll. I love that. That. I'm glad it became a very popular gif because for me, that was like the essence of this guy who's now he's he's home. He's ready to swing a big bat and he's ready to lead. And I loved it. But the segue, Syed, that you gave me so beautifully with regards to that whole section is the pyramid. One of the recurring things that we want to do as we move through season one is talk about a specific piece of the pyramid of success. This was a document that was put together by Coach John Wooden, who was the UCLA head basketball coach, uh, head men's basketball coach one of the most successful coaches in any sport anywhere. I'm a UCLA alum, so I'm a huge John Wooden fan. I got to meet him, all fun stuff. But the Pyramid of Success is a really, really cool document. So we're going to pull one brick out of the Pyramid of Success and just take a few minutes to talk about it. And I know, Joy, I've sent you the Pyramid of Success, but were you familiar with it before the show? Not really. I know that you're a UCLA fan, and I only really know of it through you. That's fair enough. How about for you, Syed? I'd heard of it, but I wasn't familiar with each individual, uh, you know, brick in there. We're allowed to talk about it, I think, and it makes sense because it's, look, it's one of the, like, focal points for me, at least, of them settling into the office's beard hanging it. So the one that we're going to pull, it's from the foundation. The, the brick is labeled enthusiasm, and underneath it's written, brushes off upon those with whom you come in contact. You must truly enjoy what you are doing. Joy, talk to us about enthusiasm. Two things. So with respect to the show, uh, I think that Danny Rojas is the most overtly enthusiastic character. You know, football is life and um, just happy all the time. And, you know, the 
raven haired golden retriever thing and um, just enthusiasm personified. But you can also have quiet enthusiasm. Um, you know, Ted, I think, is excited about things, but he's more understated. And that maybe yields bigger results, you know, in terms of uh, coaching, you don't always have to be like, you know, sort of manic levels of enthusiasm. Um, the other thing is kind of with respect to how, what all of us are going through during the pandemic. I read this really interesting Daily Beast article in the last couple of weeks. And you know, I'm reading everything I can about the show. Anything that I see, you know, I'm just so fascinated. I'm like, oh, Ted Lasso, I got to click on this. And it was talking about how the show is a balm, basically, for what we're going through during the pandemic and all of this. And it was talking about, you know, the obvious Thing that most of us are experiencing in 2020 and 2021 is trauma, you know, doom scrolling, pain, death, especially those of us in the medical profession. Um, but the other thing that the pandemic has brought us besides trauma is malaise in action. You're languishing. And one of the antidotes to languishing is enthusiasm. So a way to kind of find your way, if you're in any sort of rut in the pandemic, a way to find your way out is to find something you're passionate about and what can kind of lift you. I love that so much. That was so great. I'm, I'm so happy. That was fabulous. Thank you. Aww. Syed for you, enthusiasm. How does it land? Well, Joy summarized it so beautifully. You know, I, know. It's, it's I kind of like, want to just move on. Yeah, I mean, just for me, just the only thing that, I mean, one thing, obviously Ted is enthusiastic, right? In, in episode one, the one thing that sticks out, is his enthusiasm is kind of driving the narrative when uh, when Nate does, I, I forget what Nate does he says something or something and uh, Ted turns to Beard and he's like oh, I really love that kid you know he's like so enthusiastic about Nate and it was like some nondescript thing and then uh, oh like the, 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 the sports juice yeah yeah the sports juice the, the drink right. on the on the field and then uh, you know fine Nate, sports drink there Ted tries tea again. And like his enthusiasm, you know, he knows he doesn't like tea. Rebecca's offering offers him tea, and he's like, "Okay, let's do this again." You know? So yeah, just little things. You know, Ted's enthusiasm, I think, is one of the things that drew me into the show. For me, I do. I love that it's a foundational part of the pyramid of success, which is this document that's lasted for so long, because it's just such a great way to draw people in. It's 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 hard to feel threatened by someone's enthusiasm and look people may not agree with it that's my perspective on it i feel like it's a really nice way to welcome people like to a table or into a room or to a meeting or to a podcast or whatever the case may be it's it's it feels welcoming and if we're thinking about how do we build a team how do we build community how do we do things intentionally over and over and over again to give ourselves the best chance of success at whatever we're setting out to do i just, i think it's foundational enjoy the way you summarized it especially as the juxtaposition with malaise. Oh my gosh, I absolutely love that. That was awesome. And with that, it's time for us to move to the most critical part of the show. Joy, are you ready to go in the locker room with Mark and Syed? Oh yeah, I'm All right. ready. All right, question one. Even though we've done this on season two, we're going to keep with it on season one. Joy, what's your ruling on tea? Garbage water. <laughs> <laughs> P- pigeons left. Um, Ted is totally right. Um, I will drink herbal tea, you know, sometimes, but in terms of my morning wake up beverage of choice, it is coffee, coffee, and coffee. What about you? There it is. I mean, I, I, I drink tea. Uh, I like it. It's fine. But I mean, if it's coffee versus tea, then it's not even close. 
uh, I mean, coffee is, you know, hashtag med grind, coffee's life. Syed looks grumpy. What happened there, Syed? What, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> There's a pigeon, pigeon sweat got me. That one just got under my skin. <laughs> that I can't, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the chai representative here, so. That's fine. That's fair. I want to, I want us to focus, though, as we move through season one, one of the topics that I think is super important and underexplored is um, snacks while eating, while watching the show. Joy, when you're watching the show, first of all, do snacks, are they important or are you focused? Are you eating while you watch? And if so, is there something that you lean on reliably? I am not a huge snacker. I know that that's weird. But last night I did a snack and I had some dark chocolate chips. So I'm a oh. chocolate I'm a chocolate person if I'm going to snack. But generally, I am pretty devoted in terms of um, whatever programming I'm watching or reading, you know, I, I, I kind of just do that. I try to live in the moment. <laughs> Fair enough. I went through at least eight Newman O's, the Paul Newman cookie company, Oreo replica with the creamy filling. I think I did like eight and it was killer. It was perfect. So I had, how about you? This time I didn't snack, but in my mind, I was counting down on Boom Chicka Pop. Boom Chicka Pop, quality popcorn. Hit me up on Twitter. You guys are awesome. You're the best snack out there. We He's going to you. say that. You're going to say that Boom every pop. single time. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Joy, what was your biggest laugh in season one, episode one of Ted Lasso? Oh, gosh. Um, I have a good one here. I'm excited about yeah, yeah. Let me. Yeah, you go ahead. Me, you you want right, to go first? Go so first. Let me think about it. I do want to go first. My biggest laugh when the team comes into the locker room and it shows them all taking their shirts off and, you know, they're throwing them at Nate and they're totally harassing him and being mean. Roy Kent takes his shirt off, drops it in the bucket. They show the coaches watch him walk by the open door. He gives them the side eye. He is so heavily oiled with body oil and body butter and everything else. And he just gives them blue steel from Zoolander. I was in hysterics. It is so over the top. He is so oiled up. They, they that was a 20 taker because they were laughing so hard. Go back and watch it again. And you just know that he's hamming it up. Oh my gosh. The oiled up Roy Kent entrance scene for me. Syed, how about you? Uh, it, it's a, it's a, I think it's been said a bunch of times, but I still, it still makes me laugh is the ghost got to believe in themselves. <laughs> that that <laughs> yeah. part, I think it's more important that they got to believe in themselves. It always gets a chuckle out of me. He's so earnest yeah. when he says it. Yeah, no, I agree. And he's drinking water out of that little, yeah. little like, cone cup. <laughs> little cone, yeah. yeah. Oh my! First of all, those cups should be banned. They're the worst. I hate them. They they're get the wet while they're holding the one. Like- they get wet. The dentist is the one that gives this to you. They're, anyway, they're terrible. Joy, it's time. So I definitely liked the hot brown water comment. But the other thing that was so great was when they're coming out of the stadium and Nate has like the world's smallest little green car and um, Ted is in there and he's like making the joke about the invisible steering wheel. And he's like so happy and jolly. And he's this huge guy trying to squeeze himself into the world's smallest car. (laughs) Um, It just made me laugh. (laughs) It is hilarious. I mean, it's like the ultimate clown car. You can see Beard's knees in the back window. He's like completely curled up with a. Doesn't he like have the bags on? Top yeah, of he has too? the bags right in his face. <laughs> Poor Beard. Like Beard takes some punches on this show for sure. What was your favorite pop culture reference, Joy? 
Ooh. Um, Acknowledging that episode one did not have as many as the other episodes did. Right. Some of them I did. I didn't get all of them because I'm not a sports person. So there were one or two that probably sailed over my head. Um, and again, I'm trying to because there are so many that I remember and I'm trying to remember um, specifically with respect to episode one. Well, it was kind of a nice um I mean, to have like a real sports center segment, you know, that, I mean, that's kind of a pop culture thing in a way. I don't know if it was the best one by any means. It wasn't one of his one-liners, but, um, it, you know, it was interesting to introduce him, you know, as this classic stereotypical, um, division two coach from Kansas. Uh, and, you know, then he's so much more than that. I like that call a lot because for me, now that you say it, it lent credibility to the show because for the show to get ESPN to buy in and to let them use Scott Van Pelt and all the licensing and this, that's a big deal. That's a, that's a tall ask. So it's like, okay, they're serious about this, that they're actually using Van Pelt sports center ESPN agreed to it. Apple and Disney are not friends and yet still Disney's letting them use their licensed stuff. That, I thought that was that's a great call, actually. I really like that. For me, it was Major League right out of the shoot. I loved the movie Major League. And right out of the gate, I was like, they're just replicating Major League and they're never going to beat it because I love Major League and it's this great movie. And it's, you know, the the team of also rands with the owner who wants to destroy everything. I was I was in from that perspective to see how badly they would fail at trying to measure up to Major League. Saya, do you have one? It was a Roy, the Roy Scheider reference with uh, the, uh, Ted says to Beard, I haven't seen cold eyes like that since Roy Scheider. And then Beard immediately jumps to Jaws. He's like, in Jaws? And he's like, no, all that jazz. <laughs> I'm like, what the, what kind of, I, I, I didn't get the all that jazz part, but it was just funny that Jaws wasn't what he was referring to. <laughs> I love it. I just came up with one last question that I did not have on my show notes, but I think it's worth talking about. When you started watching, Joy, did you have a sense of the community hashtag Medlasso that was going to grow out of what is ostensibly this lighthearted comedy, at least when it first started? No idea. And you have brought so much to Med Twitter, Mark. And as I emailed you, you know, I'm however many weeks ago, thank you for this gift that you've given us. Because, you know, so many people remain isolated, those of us that are practicing COVID safety still, um, which hopefully is most of us. But um, for instance, I have an immunocompromised mother that's in and out of my bubble, and I have to be really, really careful. And um, so in the times leading up to when I'm going to see her, then I am going nowhere, doing nothing, that kind of thing. And my virtual community um, is like my surrogate family and friends. And you've brought so much happiness uh, to so many people with this hashtag and this show and um, what a gift you are. Thank you. Uh, Syed, you go and then I'm going. But yes. <laughs> uh, no, I, I did not have any idea that that Med Lasso would grow from this first episode. If anything, I thought it would be about the sports. I mean, I feel like soccer, football really took a front seat. And the first shot in the episode is the, the guys out on the pitch. And uh, yeah, I, I did not see it coming. I thought it was going to be a sports story. I, I did too. Uh, and I mean, you and I, when we started talking about doing podcasts, we were going to do three. 
And we ended up doing 11 in season two. <laughs> and now here we are doing season one. And I, I, so I, I agree. I had no idea it was going to happen like this. And I couldn't be more delighted. One of the other things that I thought was absolutely delightful, you mentioned the opening sequence. Phil Dunster, the actor who plays Jamie Tart, that guy can actually, he can play soccer. Like he's legit. Joy, you would know, given that you're best friends with Alexi Lawless. No, no, no. These, my he, he has no idea who I am. I'm going to be dining out on that for as long as I know you. Just FYI, that is coming up. We're going to all be at a conference together someday, and I promise you I'll be saying, hey, text Alexi. Tell him come and, come and have a drink. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Speaking of awesome, this was amazing. Joy, thank you so much for helping us kick off Med Lasso Season 1, Episode 1. This was an absolute treat. Thank you so much for the way you framed enthusiasm. I wasn't sure how that pyramid of success concept was going to work. And now we've got a standard set and I'm delighted. That was awesome. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Seriously. It's so much fun. I've been looking forward to this since you asked. And Syed, you are such a joy. I love your writing and it's so awesome to meet you in real life. And we have to collaborate one of these days. I'm a writer too. So let's do it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. That's a, that's so great. Syed, we're back in the saddle. We're going to blaze through season one. This is going to bridge the new year. We're not going to be done in any big hurry because we also want to make sure we have like some margin for, for season three, which will be sometime next year. I actually read this morning that they're going to start filming. I think it was actually Phil Dunster who said they're going to start filming in late January. He said at some press conference the other day. Yeah, he didn't call me. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't reply to my text, so it wasn't. I don't have like really good first names, but anyway, buddy, great to be back with you, and we're gonna keep rolling, man. Yeah, Mark, I got one last question for you. Did you notice oh. the book Beard was reading on the plane? <laughs> oh, uh, yes, I did. Um, it's something about tactical soccer, right? Inverting the pyramid. That's the name of the book. Beard was reading inverting on the, plane. the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> It is a it is a tactical soccer book, but it is yeah. oh my! We're gonna have so much fun. I'm so happy we're doing this. <laughs> Joy, an absolute treat. How do people find you on Twitter? Um, my Twitter handle is at Joy Henningsen MD, and that's S E N, not S O N. And we'll link it in the show notes as well. Syed, Joy, this was an absolute blast. Thank you both so much. Thanks. Thank you. My thanks once again to Joy and Syed for joining me on this Ted Lasso Season 1, Episode 1, Med Lasso Adventure. This was completely awesome. I cannot wait to keep moving this all forward. Thank you also to Lori Bedkey and Creighton University for sponsoring this episode. Learn more about Creighton's Executive MBA and Executive Fellowship Programs at www.creighton.edu backslash C-H-E-E. Definitely subscribe to Explore the Space Podcast wherever you like to download podcasts. We're on all of the usual places. Please do leave us that five-star rating and review as well. That really helps us out. You can find me on Twitter at ETS Show, Instagram at Explore the Space Show, and definitely reply with hashtag MedLasso. Helps us keep track of everything that people are saying, and it helps us see how this community continues to grow. It's an absolute blast. Shoot me an email anytime, mark at explorethespaceshow.com, and you can find the whole archive of Explore the Space podcast at www.explorethespaceshow.com. Thanks, as always, for listening. I hope you are enjoying this as much as I'm enjoying producing it. It's an absolute treat and an honor to have you here. We will be back soon with more great content. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Explore the Space. Visit us on our website, explorethespaceshow.com. 
and please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at ETS Show. And you can email Dr. Shapiro by writing to mark at explorethespaceshow.com.